Hello, this is Flashbulb Memories on 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. I am Kenny Horn, the host of the show, and every single week on Flashbulb Memories, I bring on a new guest who brings them some music that reminds them of some of the most important, vivid, and amazing memories that they have. This week, I have the son of a former guest, Jerry Luciani. This guest is Jesse Luciani, another J. Thank you, Jesse. They're coming on the show. Oh, anytime, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Can you tell us about yourself before we get going? Well, um, I, as you said, I'm the son of Jerry Luciani. I know your uncle, Charlie, very well. I practically grew up with him in Shelby and Chelsea. Um, I'm a podcaster here in New Jersey, uh, in the Monmouth County area. And I'm just excited to talk about music and memories, man. Yeah, thank you. Do you want to tell us about your music taste? Yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's very rock centric because uh, i grew up listening to all the classic rock even older stuff because of my mom i really got into the you know 90s emo scene thanks to like friends and co my cousin and stuff which we'll talk about later but it's it's very uh very rock uh punk emo metal all that yeah and i, I can see that with some of these songs i'm really yeah. looking forward to it. this one of the more different lists i've had on the show and i really like it and people bring a different perspective awesome them. awesome well i do love what i'm hearing a lot of times it can be it can be it's a little bit unique hearing it like this yeah i'm, I'm curious to see what you think of uh, what i picked because it's pretty I, i'm looking at it too it's pretty weird nah, i wouldn't say it's weird i listened to it all beforehand of course and i yeah. i like it all but one of the ones that i listened to was uh most of these i actually had never even heard of and our first band is Black Keys, who I've heard a couple things about, but mm -hmm. not too much. And uh, this song that I'm about to play, it's fantastic. It has the sound. Oh, my God. Older. So let's just get right into it.
pitfall Thunder road Bugs crawled back In their holes The couple screamed But it was far too late A jealous heart did retaliate She hid them
Welcome back to the show. No more music. We're going to start talking right now. That was Cure Clowns by the Dickies. I don't know that song, and I'm going to tell you some things about how I think about it later on. But before we talk about that, can you tell me about Ten Cent Pistol, which, wow. Right. An amazing, amazing rock song. It's got that great Chicago blues notes to it that you could only get from a good garage band from Oakland, of all places. <laughs> That's surprising. Can you tell me about your memory with the song? Well, okay, so it's kind of funny. Black Keys, especially that album, Brothers, that was the first uh, burnt CD I ever got. Uh, My dad used to work for the record, which he said on his old episode. And he would always come home with like different things they would get from work. And this was one of them. Uh, There was this weird burnt CD. Also, it was Black Keys on it. I remember one night I was driving with me and my friends. Uh, going down the boardwalk just goofing around stuff and it was like oh we should listen to some music and this was the only cd i had in my car at the time so i popped it in and we all just madly fell in love with it and this was my favorite out favorite song on the whole album it's just so like dark and bluesy and it's just it became such like a favorite song to me that all my friends hate it because i would constantly constantly play it and i actually got the opportunity to see them live at the barclay center i dragged my girlfriend to go see them because she also loves hates this band because of how many times it just plays in our apartment on a loop but uh they ended uh this was their encore song and i was bawling because of how excited i was that they would play that song it's it's so good and when i i mean i mentioned that i have just heard the name black keys i don't know much about them and when I heard it, I was like, wow, they sound older. And then I looked into it. I was like, oh, no, yeah, they are new. They are new. And especially with the time they came out, it's weird how they're doing like this old school and like blues rock kind of music. Yeah, it it sounds like unlike anything I've heard modern. That's why that's why they blew me out of the water when I first heard them, because nothing sounded like this and, and still nothing sounds like them. I... Yeah. And anyone out there, please go check out the, the Black Keys. Yes, they, yes. If they deserve way more recognition. If you're interested, please check them out. But the second one, <laughs> real quick before we talk about I love that they use the, the carnival. Right? I love that so much. That, that's an annoying sound, but on that guitar lick, that is amazing. It is awesome. Can you tell about uh, your memory with it? All right. So <laughs> very weird memory. Uh, there's only one thing I love more than music, and that is movies. And especially horror movies are one of my favorites. And me and my roommate, back when we were living in New York City, uh, he was trying to become a... We were both trying to become actors. He was uh, trying to become a Broadway actor. I was trying to do film stuff. And one night, we were just super angry and a little drunk. We uh, were strolling through like all these bad movies to watch. It was around like two, three in the morning. And we discovered this movie killer clowns from outer space, which go see it. Horrible movie. Amazing at every turn. But this intro, this theme song that played in the beginning, the end of the movie, I just became infatuated with it because of how much fun it is. They just did not care, and they just they did the best thing ever. The only thing that might be better than that is the Flash Gordon theme song by Queen, but that's by like a hair like a hair majority man because this song is just so much fun. Uh, it actually inspired us to start podcasting together, and we started doing this whole movie review thing. 
about bad movies and good movies and just our love for horribly great cinema but that is it as you saw i can't not move around and laugh at how great how just absolutely fun that song is i have got to see that movie please do the practical effects are absolutely amazing the plot makes no sense it's about alien clowns that come from outer space to enslave a small californian town it's horrible (laughs) but it's amazing at the same time i i will cut myself off because i could talk about that movie and i have talked about that movie for hours that's great if you're of course if you're interested that movie is called killer clowns from outer space and up next we have music that i i would argue is the greatest song to scream to ever
small things, Blink-182, recognizable by every single angry teenager in 2005 or something like that. I am joined this week on Flashbulb Memories by Jesse Luciani. Can you tell me about the first song that we played out of those three, which, yeah, like I said, uh, the best song to scream to? It really is. Uh, Mr. Brightside by The Killers. Besides it, like, just being every heartbreak I've ever had and any time I've, you know, got angry in my life playing that song, um, I used to work for a concert venue in New York City called Terminal 5. And the killers used to come there all the time for, like, private events and stuff. And I would always get in trouble because they would always end with Mr. Brightside. So I would always sneak off from behind the bar to go mosh and dance to mr brightside so one one day they were playing some private party thing i promised my boss i wouldn't go off and dance to mr brightside uh my boss actually comes up to me and he goes hey they need you backstage they need a a, a guy backstage then pour some beers and me not thinking anything of it i'm like all right sure whatever i go back and it's the entire band so I actually got to meet the killers. It was like the one time my job was actually cool and I got to hang out with the killers and I served them beers and I was so starstruck. I couldn't even speak. <laughs> it was the one of the best experiences I ever had working that job, but um, still my top number one. And oh. uh, every time I hear that song, it's all I think about is being, being like a 13 year old kid again filled with emotions and not being able to talk to like these rock legends yeah that's awesome and another thing about that song it's a it's great to drive to also oh it's great it's any any occasion the next song punk rock 101 your dad he brought on bowling for soup for you actually so i'm curious to hear your take on it what's your memory well yeah um bowling for soup has always it's been one of my favorite favorite bands um it's actually the band i saw the most in concert uh, my dad, when I was really little, took me out of school the last day back in like elementary school and stuff to go see them play at the Jenkinsons Boardwalk. So I've seen them play more than any other band. And the reason why I picked this song in particular, Punk Rock 101, it was I got tickets to go see them. I think they were playing at Irving Plaza again. And I took my girlfriend, Elizabeth, and she wasn't 21 yet. So we went there. I was so excited. She's never heard the band before. I didn't show her any music because I just think this band's so much fun live and with their music. They don't take themselves too seriously, like my dad said. So I gave her a sip of beer. She wasn't 21 yet. And we almost got kicked out. And we're trying to plead with the security guard, like, don't kick us out. It's great. Right when this song started playing, they opened with this song. It's like my favorite song. I'm like, Dude, I'm so sorry. Look, it won't happen again. Please. They didn't they didn't kick us out, luckily. So that's the the memory I have associated with the song. She's gonna get so mad at me that I I, I told that story, but I think it's a great one. <laughs> that's that's really funny. That gives something about that. How many times have you seen them? Oh my god, has to be about seven or eight times. Wow. They used to play at the um long time ago back when we used to have live concerts um they used to play at six flags great adventures for like that warp tour thing they used to do so i, I would always go see them for practically free because it would just be the price of a, a ticket to go see to go you know play on some rides oh wow i would yeah steal yeah exactly like 20 bucks i would skip the rides go listen to my favorite band and then leave you know? <laughs> but uh, oh yeah 
That's really funny. So can you tell me about the anthem of Angry Teenagers of 2005, All the Small Things? Oh, yeah. I'm looking at those three songs in a row. I'm like, this was definitely my my angsty teenage years. I put them there for that reason. <laughs> um, well, All the Small Things, that's actually uh, an homage to my cousin, Kimmy, who was like practically my older sister. My mom would always make her take me with her and stuff. So I was always being dragged along. And oh, she was a big Blink-182 fan. And th- for some, every night we used to go out, even when we got older, when I turned 21, it always seemed to end, the night always seemed to end with us rage singing this song. Like New Year's Eve, like 2016, we were in Baltimore visiting her fiance, who wasn't her fiance yet, but um, we were at this club and it, and it ended with all the small things. Like every time we hung out, it always seemed to end with all the small things. It would begin and end with that night. Uh, actually, I got to meet that band too. Uh, I was working at Brooklyn Steel and they played and I got to videotape it. I wasn't supposed to, but I videotaped it and sent it to my cousin. She got all all jealous. That's funny. Yeah, I don't know if you know this. You know the uh, the drummer, Travis Barker, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Me and my friend were talking about this the other day. He's kind of bringing back this kind of music. He is. I, I heard something about that. I haven't listened to anything new yet. Yeah. But uh, I, would, I would love to bring back this angsty <laughs> punk rock stuff. I think it's great. I think we need that. I mean, exactly. Driver's License is just a Blink-182 song without yelling. That's freaky that you just said that. That's completely true. <laughs> like, I don't know if you can see this on what, when I'm doing this show, when I record it. Here's a little yeah. behind the scenes look and description for all of you listeners. I do it on Spotify and Spotify has the listener activity of your friends and all that. I have a friend right here. His name is Matt. He constantly listens to his album called Tickets to My Downfall by Machine Gun Kelly. And that's one that Travis Barker produced. Really? Yeah. And like I the gotta, entire thing is pop punk. I got to check that out. I don't, I don't know Machine Gun Kelly at all. He's uh, he's a rapper actually, and I yeah. don't rap, so I just don't really listen to him. But this is a great album, and I I really like it. But there's other songs like that. I think he did it with Willow Smith. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, what's the one guy's name? The Old Town Road guy, the horse, the little Nas oh guy. little Nas. Yeah, he did it with him too. I will doubt when this is over. That's the first thing I'll do. I'll check that out. I miss I miss him. Up next, if you are a New Jersey resident, I can't help but think of this every single time. Up next, we have. A town in New Jersey, Hackensack. I used to know you when we were young. You were in all my dreams. We sat together in period one, Fridays at 8.15. Now I see your face in strangest places movies and magazines I saw you talking to Christopher Walken on my TV screen but I will Sometimes I wonder where you are, probably in 
My Chemical Romance, The Ghost of You. I didn't realize I did it, but with those two songs, the one before being Hack and Sack by Fountains of Wayne, I made a little New Jersey theme. You did. You I little, didn't catch uh, that. It was on accident. A little uh, modern day Jersey music. Yeah, I did. Can you tell me about Hack and Sack, the song? Well, Hack and Sack, um, this is funny because I didn't even realize until you put them both together. These are actually the first two CDs I've ever bought. Oh, in wow. my life were these two. But Founts of Wayne was, it's that band I try to get everyone to listen to because it is such, like Bruce Springsteen is the equivalent of New Jersey, but for me, it's Founts of Wayne. I like <laughs> their music is like my New Jersey. And are they from New Jersey? They are from New Jersey, yeah. Oh, I didn't know they're, that. I thought it was just from, title. No, they're from Wayne, New Jersey. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, we just recently lost the, uh, the singer from that band. Uh, found Wayne due to COVID, so which has reunited my love for them. Yeah, I yeah I get that. What's your memory with Hackensack? Well, my my dad worked in Hackensack. Uh, Worked in Hackensack, New Jersey. So when like this album came out and everyone's obsessed with Stacy's mom, which is off the same album, I was like, holy what? There's a song of a town in New Jersey that I know that I've been to. This is crazy. And uh, that's what just the fact that it was, I thought it was so cool that they sung, they sang a song about a town that I've been to and that I know well in New Jersey. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, the next song, My Chemical Romance. I don't know if you know this. You know, your your father's from Kearney, New Jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're based out of Kearney. I did not know they were based out of Kearney. Ray but Toro they were... was born in Kearney. Whoa, I did not know that. I knew they were based in New Jersey. I did not know they were based in Kearney. Yeah, so now I love them even more. Yeah, <laughs> it's because my older, my oldest brother, he's 28, so around your age. Yeah. And, I remember him. Oh, you, I didn't know you actually met him. Well, yeah. the, my oldest brother, he he's into all this, you know, angry music when he was younger, too. And one time he was watching My Chemical Romance on TV, and my mom, she walked into the room, and she goes, is that Ray Toro? He's like, what? How do you know him? <laughs> yeah, and she, like, grew up with his brother. His brother was, she was, like, pretty good friends with his brother. That she saw him all the time. He's like, How do you know my band? That's why I love that's why I love New Jersey because it's never like a big shock thing. It's like, oh yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, it's like, what happened? How did he get there? Well, I I have a funny story. It's not involving any music, but if it, I mean it's all music, but not, not the bands, I could say if that's okay with you. But um my uncle Mike, he because he grew up in with my mom uh, in um Oceanport, not that far from where I am now. And uh he used to play the guitar and he used to play in a small, like little basement band with Bruce Springsteen. Wow. Um, and then Bruce Springsteen kicked him out. Oh, and then later that band would become the E street band. Oh, but to the same Uncle Mike's like Bruce Springsteen's not that great. Like you're just upset because he kicked you out. <laughs> That's exactly what I would say. Can you tell me about the memory with the song, though? Oh, ghost! I know. Sorry about that. Uh, oh, ghost oh, I, of you I derailed the conversation. <laughs> ghost of you was actually the first music video I ever saw. Oh wow! I remember it very vividly. I was like, my cousin was still trying to get me into like this. I was because I was such a classic rock baby. My cousin was still trying to get me into like this emo stuff with Blink One Eighty Two. And then one day I was getting dressed for school. It was probably like middle school or something. And MTV would do music videos in the morning, back when MTV used to do music videos. Yeah, back before music TV was actually music TV. Exactly. And um, this 
was like it was always on right when i get up for school and i was just like the music video is all like this world war ii battle theme thing and i was like this is amazing and i was obsessed with this song and i saved up all my money and i went to the ocean county mall i went to uh fye i used my allowance to buy Sweet Cheers for Sweet Revenge. And then later I would go to buy Welcome to Interstate Managers from Fountains of Wayne. But this was the first CD and the first music video I ever ever saw. So it, it holds such a dear place to my heart because of that. Yeah, when I was around maybe 15, I remember I listened to the, all of their discography. Mm-hmm. And I remember I actually wasn't into it, but now like I've gotten more into them just naturally. And I'm loving every single thing I've heard. I got to listen to them all again. Oh, they're, I, I kind of fell out with them when they did that, uh, after black, anything after black parade, like all that new stuff before. Nah, give me the eyeliner, the emotions. That's, that's what I want, man. (laughs) That's, that's what I think the essence of them are. You mentioned a couple minutes ago that you are a classic rock baby. That's what you were Uh raised on. And your dad told me that. And up next, we have three songs that are some from the most iconic classic rock artists ever. First one, we have the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley. Hey, a little less conversation, a little more action, please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more bite, a little less spark. A little less fight, a little more spark. And close your mouth and open up your heart. And baby, satisfy me. Satisfy me, baby. Baby, close your eyes and listen to the music. And dig to the summer breeze. It's a groove at night and I can show you how to use it. To come along with me and put your mind at ease. Hey, a little less conversation, a little more action, please. All this aggravation is satisfaction in me. A little more fight, a little less spark. A little less fight, a little more spark. Shut your mouth and open up your heart. And it'll satisfy me. Satisfy me, baby. Come on, baby, I'm tired of talking. Grab your coat and let's start walking. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Don't procrastinate, don't articulate, girl, it's getting late, you just sit and wait around. A little less conversation, a little more action. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more fight, a little less spark, a little less fight, a little more spark. Close your mouth and open up your heart, baby, satisfy me. Satisfy me, baby. Satisfy me, baby. Tonight I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive, and the world I'm turning inside out. 
song before that we played queen don't stop me now and elvis presley a little less conversation jesse luciani is my guest for this week on flashbulb memories can you tell me about a little less conversation well that is directly relinked to my mom she is probably one of the biggest elvis fans you'll ever meet she would always play elvis uh when she was cooking dinner and you know cleaning the house and stuff it was always like in her cd drive driving and stuff when I was, you know, little and a little rambunctious and like, I don't want to listen to your music, you know, kind of thing. She showed me a little less conversation because it's one of his a little bit more, you know, rockier ones compared to his own, like, you know, yeah. rockabilly days. And um, yeah. and it just it just started with me. It's still I every time I hear it, I think of her and it just brings so much joy to my heart. Yeah. And I, I really liked it. That's one that I didn't know from him. And like you said, it's more it's. Oh yeah, I think it was like right. right towards the end of his career, almost where he was trying to stay, rev- you know, revel into the change of music. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And he paved the way for a lot of other artists, like oh, like yeah. Queen. Queen, "Don't Stop Me Now," that song, I love it. I can almost 
you know, mm -hmm. enough of it. What's well, that one's that? directly linked to my dad. He is a diehard. Die I think he undersold it when he was on your show. He is a diehard Queen fan. <laughs> like, uh, I, I've seen Queen, not the real Queen, but the one when they did with Paul Rogers and the one when they did with um, Adam Lambert. Lambert. Yep. Twice because of how much of a Queen fan he is. He, he took me to go see them. And this is just the epitome of the one of the best Queen songs out there. I don't think it gets enough play, honestly. So to shed light on it, it's it my it's always makes me think of my dad, and it's one of the best Queen songs out there. So you think he undersold it? Oh, his his loved him for Queen. Yes. Give me an idea. Um, I he gave me when we when I first got a record player, he gave me all of his Queen albums, and it's literally every Queen album ever, like live studios, all of them. He's you've seen him across here twice. I've seen them. I don't think he's ever seen them with um, Freddie Mercury, though. But he, crazy. every playlist he's made for a drive, it's ninety nine percent Queen, and then like maybe a Cars song or like a Joe Jackson song. Every that is crazy. every like playlist for a like a birthday party when I was younger or his friends are over. It's like ninety nine percent Queen, and then maybe a song I I I asked to be put on there like Dead Last after. You know, Bohemian Rhapsody's been played three times. Like yeah. he he undersold his Queen obsession. Oh, that's oh, funny. Yeah. That's really funny. And another one of those iconic bands of classic rock is Aerosmith and Dream On. I, I always mention this every single time that one of these songs comes up, and I'm sure repeat listeners are tired of me saying it. But I have a playlist of my favorite song for every letter of the alphabet, <laughs> and D is Dream On. Oh yeah. So I'm excited to hear what's going. on. And I have, you know, I had to go where it all started, and it, where it all started was my first concert, which was. I didn't even know that I put it together so well. You did, man. You like, I love that you put my first concert as the last one on there. Like, that's like some Martin Scorsese stuff right there, man. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was my so our, my first concert was Aerosmith and Kiss, yeah, which great concert. Uh, nothing. The only Black Keys might have lived up to it, but. Uh, Aris, that was my first concert. It was at the um, PNC Bank Art Center. We sat in the, me and my mom and my dad, we sat in the, uh, like, the garden area, you know, where it was, like, free kind of to be. And it was, this was, like, the first, I remember it so vividly when Aerosmith came on. This was the first song they they played, and it just blew me, blew me away. And honestly, I liked Aerosmith more than I liked Kiss at that when I was that young and when I went to go see, I think I was like 12 when I saw them because of just like, I don't know. It was just so like airy and spacey and uh, it's just hard to describe. It's just an amazing, there's no, if anyone says they don't like this song, they're lying because it's a great song. It's great. any generation. So yeah, Aerosmith was my first concert uh, and Dream On is like, I have a lot of memories of that, but that memory is just stuck out of them playing Dream On. I, I think they played it first, but probably didn't in my 12-year-old concept of time. But um, it, any again, anyone who says they don't like Dream On by Aerosmith is 100% lying. I completely agree. And I think that's a great place to wrap up the show, your uh, first concert. You've done many, many more. It just shows your progression in music and how you ended up being here with me. Thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me to come on the show. I had a blast digging through all of my old Spotify and Apple Music to find what songs have the most vivid memories. 
Thank you for listening to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. I'll be back next week on Flashbulb Memories with a whole new list of music and a whole new guest. Stay tuned if you want to hear some more.